0: It's always a bit difficult to tell whether you've gone live or whether you haven't yeah. gone live. And I, we've just possibly gone live. So yep. um, allow me to introduce ourselves. G'day, mate. <laughs> I'm from Australia. <laughs> my name's Gary and this is my wife, Gloria. Hi, everybody. And we're Grace, Faith, Christian Discipleship. And this is the GFCD USA 3D Bible study. And what makes it 3D is you guys out there with your smart devices, you can really put your thumbs to work and uh, tell us where you are in the world. That's a start, that's Mm -hmm. just the beginning. Tell us where you are in the world. And that helps us because we can then see you on our monitor down here. You know if you just give thumbs up to what we're saying the monitor doesn't show that but if you tell us where you are or and particularly if you ask questions then we see them and we can share them and answer them if we if we've got time we'll answer mm-hmm. them in real time if we haven't got time or during the broadcast then we'll come back to you and answer you afterwards and if mm-hmm. you want to keep it pro- private. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just send us an email to gfcd.sozo, at gmail.com. Do you like the way I said that in the American way?
1: Yes, yes. You're speaking American. I'm speaking American, mate.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, so um, right now I'm going to ask my very good friend, Rick Bush, and his wife, Elaine, to introduce themselves to you and tell us where they are in their neck of the woods.
2: Hi, I'm Rick Bush, and my wife Elaine is right over there. Um,
1: hi I'll Elaine, we know you're hi, there. Elaine. Elaine. You're in the background. <laughs>
2: uh, and We are in Michigan, that's in the United States. That's the state that is very unique uh, to see because it looks like a mitten. Mm. And... Um, it's uh, got lakes huge lakes all around it and they do call it the great lake state and uh, michigan is an indian name Um, like a lot of the names uh, in the united states of cities and some of the states they're actually a reflection of the indian tribes or indian chiefs that Mm -hmm. lived uh, in those territories at the time so Mm -hmm. we're happy to be here and this is uh, it's always uh, fun to, to learn new things about the Lord and, and to learn and understand what the word actually means, because it doesn't mean necessarily what we have thought or we've taught, been taught, um, not, not because of any other reason than uh, not knowing how to rightly divide the word of truth. And that certainly is something that Gary and Gloria have taught us. Um, how to accomplish, and uh, it's something that they greatly want to impart to you.
0: Mm. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Yeah, Rick's just brought out a really important point. This, this Bible study is a little bit different to most Bible studies in that because of the calling that God has put on my life, he asked me to teach how to rightly divide the word of truth. So it's more the how-to than actually just a study of the book of Galatians, if you know what I mean. It doesn't really matter which book you're studying. What matters is that you know how to rightly divide the word of truth for yourself. So right now I'm going to ask Gloria to open the Bible study with prayer Mm -hmm. and um, to lead us through communion.
1: Through communion, yes. Um, So before I do open in prayer, if you're watching out there in that, third dimension as we call it which is really all those people who are watching from their devices uh, whether it be smartphones ipads laptops whatever Um, if you haven't got your elements your communion elements to represent the body and blood of jesus go out and grab something if you're a christian if you're a believer in the lord jesus christ you've given your heart to him go and get your elements come back and join us and fellowship with us and with our lord jesus christ
2: Father God, we matter, thank you. I'm sorry. And it doesn't matter if it's live or if you're watching a recording. That's
1: right. Thank it you. Is
2: important. The Holy Spirit yes. is there. He's there and will minister to you and he yes. will receive your uh, your heart a- at the same time. So don't let it be That's all oh, I missed it. No, you you're it's a now thing.
1: That's Mm. right. And I really appreciate you saying that, Rick, because we do have probably the bulk of our viewers watching later because of different time zones and so forth. So you're exactly right and thank you for reminding me of Mm. that. So Father God, we just thank you that you love us so much and you have made a way for your children around the globe to connect together. Like we wouldn't have met Rick and Elaine a few years ago before all of this um, technology was available, and yet you have given people the ability to create this that can be used for good. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the Word, Jesus. We thank you for the Holy Spirit given to us in our in our in our bodies. We thank you that through the Word that we read and through uh, the in the the help of the Holy Spirit we are able to open up and reveal the truth that you have for us it goes out to people whose hearts are hungry to understand and we believe that those people have hearts of good soil that will receive it and will produce much life in their lives in Jesus name Amen. Amen. Mm. So um, yesterday we had a lovely time. Gary's brother which uh, uh, and sister-in-law who uh, we hadn't seen for a, quite a long time because we've been away from Queensland for a number of years we had an opportunity to come together and have breakfast together and I think we talked for about four and a half hours and in that uh process we we talked about uh places we'd been to and one of the interesting things that we both really liked to do was to go and visit cemeteries and read about um read about the the locals that had lived there 100 or 200 years ago and and some of the little inscriptions were just really interesting and it and, and it brought us to where we also like to go, me in particular, whenever I go back to Western Australia because I'm on the east coast of Australia, born and raised though in in on the west coast and so there's a cemetery over there where my mum and dad's bodies are buried where there, where my dad's mum and dad's bodies are buried and his brothers are there as well so you go back there and you read the inscriptions and you can see the names are similar and it's kind of we all we we have a history there's a history there and you can talk about it with your younger with the younger generations and and i do that out of respect for them because they really worked hard when they came from italy they really worked hard to build a lives a better life for their children and their children's children and so that's uh, 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 why, why i do it anyway and there are uh most times there's a there's a cross there on that headstone to signify that they were uh of a christian belief now a lot of people wear a cross around their neck but a lot of people wear crosses that aren't Christians. They wear it because it's an ornament. But there's something that we've been asked to do to help remember the uh, Jesus. And uh, Jesus in 1 Corinthians 11, 23 to 26 asks us to remember him by the taking of the bread to represent his body and the taking of the wine or juice, whatever you have there, to represent his blood. And we need to remember, too, that though Jesus went to the cross and died, he took those lashes on his body for our healing. He took the, uh, uh, he took, he, he was, um, he gave up his life. He wasn't, he, he didn't, he wasn't murdered. He gave up his life and his blood was shed for the remission of the sins. We've got to remember that happened. But the most important thing to remember is that he's not in the grave. He's not a dead Jesus. He's not a dead God like all those other so-called gods in the world. He is risen. He is the first one to be risen from the dead. Mm -hmm. So as I read through um, these few verses here, just remember what we actually have Jesus rose not just to take away, Jesus died not just to be the sacrifice to take away the sin of the world, but he rose again to give us abundant life. And that's now in this life, not when we die and go to be with Mm. him. We have abundant life now through the sacrifice that Jesus has made Mm. for us. Mm. So it says in verse 23, For I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you, that the Lord Jesus on the same night in which he was betrayed took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat. This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. I remember you as I take this bread. Thank you you for the healing that you paid for, the healing that I can claim and receive because by your stripes I was healed. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread... And drink this cup. You proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Thank you, Jesus, that you paid the price for the sin of the world. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the risen Lord and my Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
3: Thank you, Jesus.
1: Praise your holy name. King of Kings and Lord of Lords. We praise you, worship you, and bless your holy name.
2: Mm.
0: what is life in abundance in this world in this world what is life in abundance in this world abundant life is not stuff. Abundant life is not things. Criminals have an abundance of things. What they don't have is life in abundance. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth and the life. You see, salvation Eternal life doesn't begin when you get to the pearly gates. Life in abundance means knowing God and Jesus Christ, whom he sent in the here and now. That's what it's talking about. It's talking about a relationship with God, the father and Jesus, whom he sent. That's life. Jesus is life. All the other stuff is just stuff. We're talking about foundational stuff here, foundational, um, you know, who we are in Christ. What does it mean to be in Christ? What, What does it mean to be, to have a relationship with Jesus in the here and now, not when you get to heaven. You know, we have such a salvation that we must not neglect it because our salvation that we walk out is not only in this age. It's in the new heaven and the new earth. We have a position of authority in the new heaven and the new earth. This is awesome. This is what life in abundance is about. Now, if you've not heard these things, then look, this is only one in a multitude of Bible studies on the, on YouTube, we've got a, um, a playlist of Bible studies. I think there's, uh, I think it, what how many something uh, mm-hmm.
3: About 240,
0: 250 mm-hmm. Bible mm-hmm. studies, each of which is about an hour long. They're just the video ones. If you go to our audio playlists and uh, Rick and airline were right there at the beginning mm-hmm. when we first started doing these with the audio right. Bible studies. Yeah. And um, so there's even more, you know. So to learn about these things, um, you need to be discipled. Our ministry name tells us. It tells you all there is to know about us. Grace, faith, the balance of grace and faith is our doctrine. Christian is who we are and discipleship is what we do. So it's grace, faith, Christian discipleship. Um, You know, there's a lot to be said about a name. If you're out there choosing to go into ministry, you've been called to ministry and you're... um, uh, you're called to ministry, sorry for the pings and everything. <laughs> Pastor Gary Moroni's just sending me messages and they're coming up all over my screen. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've, I've lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to go on Is with the Bible study I Go now. to
1: the Bible study,
2: yes. Yes, Rick. Can I just expand upon the abundant life?
0: Yeah, mm.
3: please do. Mm.
2: You know, Life in abundance is a life that, as Gary said, it's not about stuff. Now, it doesn't mean that you're not to be prosperous because you are to be prosperous so you can be generous on every occasion and that people will thank God for you and they will thank God that, that you are there to step in and help them. But more than that, it's a life full of peace, instead of a life full of frantic uh, and mm. worry and concern. It's a life mm. without fear. Uh, mm. We, and, and it's a process though, that we learn about this life and how to step into it. But it's also a life that fills something that each of us have inside us, that people all across this world are trying to fill. They're trying to fill this void, but there's nothing that can fill the void that was designed for God, designed Mm. for Mm. your heavenly father, and Mm. that is designed for Lord Jesus. Mm. And when you have that filled,
3: that's when
2: satisfaction starts to... (laughs) starts to really change your day-to-day existence and of course there's a lot more to it but that's really important because lots of people have, that have lots of things they don't have peace they don't have satisfaction and they have usually exhausted all of their their possibilities to 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 achieve it and they they give up and either just accept a life they don't enjoy or they even do things that become destructive uh, even more so because they're trying to fill this gap. So that, this is part of rightly dividing the word of truth. You, you learn about this life and you, you learn that it's meant for you. This is something that, and it's a gift given to you. And that's part of what uh, the Bible study is all about.
0: Yeah, thanks Thank Rick. Thank you, Rick. Great. All right, we're going to share screen now. We've just had uh, Kathleen Wall, Pastor Kathleen Wall join us from Bunbury in Western Australia. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, when she comes back to the screen, I'll get her to introduce herself. But in the meantime, we'll start reading. I'm going to Galation share screen.
1: Six, six. And while you're doing that, while you're going and getting the word up, I'd just like to say hello to um, Molly, who's watching us from Bunbury in Western Australia. Oh, good day, Molly. Hi, Molly. And Christina and Dana and Michael, who are watching us uh, from. Illinois. Christiana. Christiana, sorry. Yeah. Christiana, of mm. course. Christiana. <laughs> sorry
0: about that. Yes, thank yeah. you for watching. On. Hello, Dana mm-hmm. and Michael. Uh, good to have you with us again. Okay, let's start reading. Galatians 6, and we're in verse 6, I believe. Mm-hmm. And 6 6. 6 6. Mm-hmm. And the bird you can hear outside, that's not me whistling, that's a bird whistling. <laughs> I don't know the name. We bird can't smell. turn them
1: off or mute them, unfortunately. An Aussie <laughs> bird.
0: That's what happens when you live really close to a park. So here we are, Galatians 6.
1: There's also a Victor Moa going in the background as well. Oh, another Aussie icon.
0: (laughs) Okay. All right. So I just want to look at um, uh, verse Mm -hmm. 6. And the heading here is in the New King James Version. And I I won't take your job from you, Gloria. You can read just verse 6, please. Okay.
1: Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Okay,
0: thanks, Gloria. And I want to read that in the New New Living Translation.
1: We're just getting a little bit of feedback. I'm not quite sure where it's coming from. Someone might have one of their devices with the audio up. We'll just mute that. You can always unmute when it when you, it um, yep. when you come to do your comments.
0: Okay, I just want to read that from the New Living Translation, verse six. Um, Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. Um, if we can go around, uh, firstly to you, Rick, for comments on verse uh, verse six, please. You'll have to unmute, Rick.
2: what this is talking about is money Um, this is talking about that people who are being taught the word uh, you know the only thing that's free in this world is salvation everything else actually has a cost to it has a, a price to it and now generosity and grace affords us to do things without expecting something in return but what this is saying is is that the teachers and pastors that are taking the time that are are feeding you uh, with what the word says what the word means are teaching you that they deserve deserve a compensation and what had been going on is that people were just um feeding on this teachings, but they weren't giving anything in return when in fact here the Lord is telling us, look, you, they deserve to receive from you. Uh, it's not that you're paying for their services, but what you are doing is you are help providing what they need to live because they should be working and have a job and be providing for themselves and their family, but instead they are spending their time and effort, uh, and even all the things that come to being a teacher, so that you are not flying by the seat of your pants but you're spending time uh, that they should be compensated.
0: Mm. Yeah, thanks, Rick. Um, our teacher, or particularly my teacher, um, for the last 20 years has been Andrew Womack, and um, I. I heard him talk on on this once and it made me smile, he said, um, you know, and he's talking to his audience and he said, "Now, many of you are going to churches, you're in churches and, and you're basically telling me you're not being fed in your church, so you're coming over here to bootleg the gospel from us. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what bootleg the gospel from us really means, but I can I can get the gist of it. You know, basically, mm-hmm. uh, Rick will explain it to us. Well, I'll come to you in a minute, Rick. Uh, so basically, you know, you should be fed from your church. Mm-hmm. You should be being fed from your church. If that's not happening, then something's wrong. You need to talk to God about it. Um, and in what what Andrew was saying and what Rick said is you know when you're on the receiving end it is free but even salvation even though it's free to receive it cost Jesus everything you just have a think about it he lays life down for your salvation um people who are teaching the gospel it costs dollars to be a teacher. And praise God, we have got people who are supporting GFCD. So don't get me wrong here. I'm not putting out a call for help. I'm not. We give our time, Gloria and I, everybody in GFCD are volunteers. Nobody here gets paid. But we have people who are supporting this ministry And putting their hard earned dollars into this ministry to provide the gospel for you. It costs them, not Gloria and me, it costs them to get the gospel to you. That's what we're talking about here. So, um, without Further ado, I want to introduce to you Pastor Kathleen Wall. And first of all, Kathleen, could you tell us what a beautiful day it is there in Western (laughs) Australia?
3: Well, uh, actually, it's a little overcast today, but the thing is, it's a new day. Mm. And every day is a bonus. Mm. So, you know... Just praise the Lord, we're here. Sorry, I'm late. uh, Streaming, but I got carried away um, with the word and everything this morning. I got into the seed, (laughs) and so of the word, and then I realised what time it was. (laughs) So um, I, I, I As Gary said, um, I'm Kathleen, and I live in a beautiful place in the southwest of Western Australia. Mm. And um, it's just... I'm very privileged. And um, I can remember saying to a minister, uh, I won't mention his name because he's very well-known in Australia. In the 80s, I said to him, I'm an I'm a missionary to Australia, and he said, "Oh no, oh no. They've stopped sending missionaries here." And I thought, "That's not true. You're a missionary wherever you're planted. Mm. We're all missionaries wherever we are." Mm. So just getting back to the um, Galatians and chapter six, I'm going to read it, Gary, from the New Living Translation. In the New Living Translation, it says it this way. Let him who receives instruction in the word of God share all good things with his teacher, contributing to his support. And I thought that was a lovely way to put it.
0: Mm. Sorry. Sorry. Kathleen, is that the New Living Translation?
3: Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: I thought that's what I was reading from.
3: Yes. Uh, because, um, no, I'm sorry, that's from the um, Amplified Classic. Oh, the amplified. Oh, amplified, okay. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I like that. That's mm-hmm. good. Now, the New Living Translation says it this way. Those who are taught in the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. So that explains it. If you're receiving the word of God from those who are taught, I'll I'll read it again. Those who are taught the word of God should provide for their teachers, sharing all good things with them. So that explains it.
0: Yeah, the, word
3: God, the word of God is self explanatory if you read it from your spirit.
0: Mm. Amen. Thanks, Kathleen. Okay, we're going to jump straight into Galatians Mm -hmm. 6 verses 7 to 10. Uh, So I'll share screen and get Gloria to read it straight away. Okay, Mm -hmm. 7 to 10, Gloria. Mm
1: -hmm. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of the spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap, if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith.
0: Thanks, Gloria. And uh, while I'm stopping the sheet, uh, the, um, the screen share, uh, I'm going to go to Rick. But I need to explain: we live basically in a park. Right, right out the back windows is this most amazing bushland um, here in. Well, we're not Brisbane; we're in Ipswich. But the birds—there's an abundance of bird life, and um, we so can't turn that, them off. that whistling in the background—I <laughs> can't turn it off. It's—it's it's just birds making noises, so. giving
1: praises to the Lord early, early on a Sunday yeah. morning.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, if you could unmute, please, Mick, and we'll um, Mick Rick. Rick, and we'll go to you.
2: Well. Again, you know, ministers and people have construed these verses to mean something different. Um, and that is, God is not mocked, and basically you're going to get what you deserve, as in if you, you are reaping uh, evil, you're going to get evil. That is not what this is talking about. This is talking about. It's tied to the verse before that we read. This is talking about providing for those that are giving of themselves to help you understand the word. And the if you don't sow, you can't reap. If you don't sow, and 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 when you See, Jesus taught about sowing and reaping. And frankly, that's very important in the kingdom of God and how it operates. And what he was talking about um, in some of the parables was specifically sowing into the kingdom. And when you sow into the kingdom, you can expect a harvest. Amen. when you don't sow into the kingdom well then you you want from god and you want harvest but you have not sown now when you are providing to the teachers that's one way of sowing into the kingdom there are many ways to sow into the kingdom what is sowing into the kingdom um what does that mean it's in general or in in a, a a basic sense. It's getting involved with what God is doing, whatever he's doing in his kingdom. God's a people person, but God is doing things. He doesn't need our money, but money is the system that we operate in. And we are living here in the world. We're not of the world, but we're living here. And the system needs money. God doesn't have any money. We have money, and he's provided money for us. When we sow into the kingdom, we also, believe it or not, get to choose what our harvest is. Because when a farmer plants and sows a seed, he knows exactly what he's going to get. If he plants corn, he's not going to get broccoli. He's going to get corn. And in fact, he even has a picture of the corn. He knows what corn looks like. He expects corn To come up, and corn does come up. And this, he's, what he's really alluding to is the fact that if you don't sow, you're not going to get anything. If you don't provide for the people, not only are you not going, for the people who are teaching you, uh, not only are you going to not be able to reap a harvest, but uh, there's almost uh, an implication that you know, you're not going to receive from the word what is intended for you to receive, because you're just lapping it in. And again, there are people that don't have something to sow, don't have money to sow. God isn't going to withhold. But there are other ways of sowing, even in helping and in doing things for or doing something for God, even if it's not for that Uh teacher or preacher, uh, helping somebody that's in need with your time with your effort with some with clothing, whatever it may be.
0: Yeah, thanks Rick. Um, Can we go to you now Kathleen. Well, I just want to. um...
3: Read it from the uh, New Living Translation, verses 7 to um, 10. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. You will always harvest what you plant. And those who live only to satisfy their only own sinful nature will harvest decay and death from that sinful nature but those who live to please the spirit will harvest everlasting life from the spirit. So let us not get tired of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. Therefore, whenever we have the opportunity, we should do good to everyone especially to those in the family of faith. And Mm. we're of the family of faith. Mm. And, um, you know, I I do uh, agree with what Rick was just saying. But um, you see, money does not have a seed within itself. You know, I could plant $100 in my garden, it will not grow. So, with money, I just believe you give from your heart. Money is a gift, and you're not expecting anything in return. A gift is a gift. Like, I received of the Lord that which he purchased for me. And that... Um, you know, I I hope I agree. We can so of ourselves when we are in a, a time, um, like Rick was saying, and um, the word of God is so powerful because it does meet our every need. And this book here is our instruction book for life. And if we will follow these instructions, we will never have any lack. And you see, we have to be very careful because I've listened to people talking and I've listened to the very reason why they're actually sowing, why they're actually giving of their, I'm talking about money now. And um, I was with a group of people at a big convention. I won't re-mention, mention the name of the convention. But this uh, woman was writing down everything that she'd sold, everything that she'd given. And it just didn't sit right with me. And then the Lord showed me. Are you giving to bless or are you giving to get? You see, say if I give to Gloria and Gary, I'm giving it to bless. I'm not expecting them to return from that because I've given to bless. And because I've given to bless, I'm doing that as unto the Lord. And then the Lord, the Lord blesses, the Lord blesses. Amen. I want to give according to what my spirit is saying. See, I'm not a partner with Gloria and Gary. They are, we are one in him we are a family i'm not a partner with rick and fred and the rest of the team we're all part of god's family we have the same father we have we're blood related and so if i see a need in one of a family member god knows the one who can within the family who can provide for that member of the family and he will lay it on their heart see we have to give to bless not to get it's not am i am i giving to gary and gloria so or or whatever, whatever I give to, I'm just using them as an example because we're on GFCD at the moment, but am I giving so I can get a better car, a bigger house, or am I just giving with no interior imperial motive? So that is what he's saying. Now, I'd just like to read um, Galatians um chapter 7 to 10 in the amplified bible which says it this way do not be deceived and deluded and misled god will not himself not allow himself to be sneered at or mocked by mere pretensions of profession or by his precepts being set aside he if he inevitably deludes himself who attempts to delude God. For whatever a man sows, that and that only is what he will reap. He who sows to his own flesh the law, of nature, sensuality, will from the flesh reap decay and ruin and destruction. But he who sows to the spirit, will from the spirit reap eternal life and let us not lose heart and grow weary and faint in acting nobly and doing right for in due time and at the right appointed season we will reap if we do not loosen and relax our courage and faint. So then as occasion and opportunity opens up to us, let us do good to all people, not only because it's useful or profitable to them, but doing what is for their spiritual good and advantage. And let us be mindful to be a blessing, especially to those of the household of faith, those who belong to god's family with you the believers see we are a family you see god is a family father he's a father he's he he desired a family that's why he 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 longs for his children to prosper and be in health, I'll leave it there, Gary.
0: <laughs> yeah, thanks, That's Kathleen. Great. Um, the birds are so loud here, I had to mute ourselves to uh, <laughs> to mm. give <laughs>
1: Christiana likes hearing the birds though. Oh, <laughs> does she? Okay, yes. <laughs> hi,
0: Christiana. Well, you can, you can hear them while mm. I'm speaking. Wow, you two guys are just awesome, yes, um, Rick and yes, Kathleen. Mm. Um, mm. such. Depth of uh, understanding of this topic, you know, and I'm thinking back um, while while you're speaking, and um, I remember going to um, who was it? Gloria was it? We went up to Toowoomba. Oh, Curry, Curry, Curry Blake, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, we were sitting there listening to Curry Blake, and there was a question asked from the floor of Curry, um, you know, in the age of grace do we still have to tie that the, as they had to under the under the law of Moses well firstly the first point is it goes back further than the law of Moses to, um, you know you've got to look at um, I think it was Abraham gave a tenth is it Abraham to Melchizedek am I right there mm-hmm. um, this is off the top of my head you know so uh, it's out if, of your spirit. Yeah, Adam is spirit. Adam is spirit off the top of my head. Okay, thanks. Yeah, thanks, And I, I accept that correction. So, um, and I love I loved Curry Blake's response to this question. He said, no, you're not under the law anymore. You're free from that. You can give far more than 10%. <laughs> Right. I thought that was <laughs> yes, Curry. <laughs> what a great answer! You know, yeah. I mean, there was a bit of humour in it too. Uh, yeah. The whole you know, there was a couple of thousand people there, and they mm. all laughed at it. Uh, it was quite good, but it, it was true. You know, we're not restricted to it's Basically, what he's saying is mm. this whole thing is not a formula. Mm. And that's the point that Kathleen was making. It's not a formula for you to get wealth. Mm. You know, we, a few weeks ago, I said exactly what Kathleen said, just by testimony Gloria and I give. We expect nothing in return. Mm. We expect nothing in return. And yet, you can't outgive God. Mm. How's that? Is that a formula? No, it's not. It's your heart motivation. We've got the same heart as God. We've got a giving heart. We are liberal givers. We give expecting nothing in return, and yet we're just blessed beyond measure. It's not a formula. Let me, <clears throat> let me share a screen with you because, you see, one of the best teachings that I've ever come across came from uh, Rick Bush. He taught on the kingdom, right? Now, if you look at the Bible, the principles of the kingdom are this, seed, time, and harvest. Not seed, time, and harvest. It's seed, time, and harvest. Three elements. I want you to have a look at where the seed comes from, and I'm going to share a screen with you. And while Rick was talking before, I got this verse, and... Uh, let's just go there. Okay, <clears throat> and I'll read it, New King James ver- version. Um, it, it's second uh, Corinthians nine verse 10. Now may he who supplies, who's the he, God, who supplies seed to the sower. So that's where the seed comes from. Who does he supply the seed to? The sower. And bread for feed for food, Supply and multiply the seed you have sown. So what's the seed you're sowing? Well, he's going to multiply the seed you have sown and increase increase the fruits of your righteousness. While you are enriched in everything for all liberality, which causes thanksgiving through us to God. Amen? So as Kathleen said, that's just... Plain and simple. It's self-explanatory. Can I get you to read it, please, Gloria? Same verse. Yeah, mm-hmm. same. And 11. Yeah.
1: Now may he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food supply and multiply the seed you have sown and increase the fruits of your righteousness while you are enriched in everything in all liberality which causes thanksgiving through us
0: to God, and that's Second Corinthians nine verse ten. So we're going to jump straight back into the Bible study. It's um, mm-hmm. what is it almost? We've got ten minutes to go. Mm-hmm. So, um, and
1: I'll just read a couple of comments that have come out. Dana is saying we need to be giving out of a joyful heart. Amen. So thanks, I Dana. Mean, that's, that's what it's so, all about. So true. Giving yes. out of a joyful yeah. heart. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I will have to uh, go back to where we were, um, which is Galatians 6. What verse are we on, Gloria?
1: We've read verse 10, so it's up to 11. Up to
0: 11, Mm -hmm. okay. So we'll just read 11 by itself, and that will, if we only just attack one verse, um, then uh, um, we should get around and still finish within the hour. Um, Verse 11, um, and it's uh, Galatians chapter 6, verse 11
1: see with what large letters I have written
0: to you with my own hand. And and if I can just uh, make first comment on this and then we'll go to Rick. Uh, I'm going to attack it from a different angle to what we would normally um, address here. Uh, um, Most people address the large letters, but I want to address this with my own hand because... um, With the UK Bible study, we're doing a a study of the book of Hebrews. Now, Hebrews doesn't have a, um, there's no way of identifying who the author is of Hebrews, except that it appears to be written in the same fashion as the books of Galatians and Romans. In other words, there's a real similarity. And a lot of people say, well, this is, um Paul Paul writing the book of of um Hebrews. Well, that might be true, but there's two problems that I've got with that, and that is that Paul was sent to the Galatians. And he clearly says that over and over and over. I was not sent well you have to say I was not sent to the Jews, but he said I was specifically sent to the um uh, Gentiles, not Galatians, Gentiles. So Hebrews is written to um, Jewish believers, right? The book of Hebrews, predominantly it was born again Christians, but these were um, formerly under the law of Moses, formerly Jews um, who had converted to Christianity and forsaken the law and come to um, believe in the grace of Jesus Christ or believe in Jesus Christ. So, um that is who the book of Hebrews are written of, who it's written to. So I this kind of tells me something here. Um, which verse are we in? 11. By my own hand. So it would seem to me that he's saying, you know, I've written to you with my own hand. Well, the fact that he's pointing it out, he's saying that in Galatians, I've handwritten this myself. I'm writing it with my own hand, which would lead me to believe that on other occasions and other writings that he's got, that he might've used a scribe. In other words, he dictated to another person who did the writing for him. Now, I know in my own ministry, um, and I'm talking about my ministry, Gloria is so supportive she is just, um, front, as far as I'm concerned, front and centre, and yet she likes to take this behind-the-scenes seat. I know the same applies in Rick's ministry. Elaine is there behind him, 100% supporting him all the way. You know, we're equal in this, and yet we two men, Rick and myself, seem to hold the... Um, the front and centre seat while the support is behind us. If I can go back to the writing here um, or what's written here, uh, in my own hand, if 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 I'm writing this and, um, and Paul does, at time, use a scribe to uh, write something that he's dictating to them, then it could be that that same person has actually written the book of Hebrews, because the writing style is so similar to Paul's other letters that we read. And it could be that that person is one of these person who does not want to promote themselves. Therefore, they haven't even identified themselves as the author. Now, you can call this garyology if you like. But I just sort of showing you where did I get this from? Well this bit about my own hand. Enough from me. Over to you, Rick, please. Mm -hmm.
1: And just before uh, you go to Rick, uh, there's a question that the ministers might be able to uh, answer, and that's Michael's asking, does this large a letter mean large font or lengthy text? Does he mean it's, is it something he wants to stand out or is it the length of the letter that he's written? We
0: we can see how lengthy it is Mm. because we're talking about what he has written Mm. in in the book of Galatians. Sorry Mm. to jump in there, but I I just wanted to address this question from Michael because I've only just heard it like you guys, I can't read the screen from here. Michael, um, we can see how lengthy it was, but I Tend to think that what he was doing was emphasising it. He probably wrote it in bold. He probably used a, you know, if you're printing by hand, sometimes you can press harder and make it stand out. He wanted to really impress these guys. This is super important. I want you to take, take, pay close attention to what I'm written what I'm writing here. I don't, I don't think that just applies to what he's writing after it applies to both what he's already written about this topic, before and after. But it's just like, you know, we might highlight it, underline it, put it in bold. Well, he's got to remember, he's writing by hand, right? Um, over to you, please, Rick.
2: Yes, it, you know, that's a very good question. Uh, who asked the question? Yeah, Michael,
0: and, I was, Mick, Rick.
2: Yep. And um, the truth is... It's not clear, was he referring to the length of it? Was he recur- referring to the font? Was he re- referring to how hard he was pressing and made it the emphasis? But as you said, Gary, it's not referencing just what's coming after uh, in the, the closing words, uh, basically as the uh, New Living Translation uh, puts it, in my own handwriting. I think he was was emphasizing that this is really important. What's really important is what he's just got through saying. Mm -hmm. And the verses that we're not going to get to tonight are also very important. Uh, And it's about being forced into circumcision, uh, trying to look good to others. Uh, when that's not what's important isn't your actions. What's important is what your heart, you know, exactly what Kathleen was talking about giving, what, what are you doing in your heart? Now there is, I mean, God wants us to be prosperous. How can we be generous on every occasion if we don't have more than enough? But if our purpose is to have more than enough for us, and okay, we'll, uh, you know, we'll throw some crumbs uh, uh, around uh, to, to help others, then th- that's not it. It's, but we, we do have to understand, you, you talked about formula. No, there's not a formula, and yet that you can call it that kind of thing, basically, because Jesus said, this is how the kingdom of God works. And you need to pay attention to what is he saying after he says, this is how the kingdom works. And he gave um, uh, several different examples when he said that. And it is important that he's given us the way to receive abundant harvest. How Hmm. is it that you plant one kernel and you get not only, I don't know, is there 200 kernels on a... um, an ear of corn, and there's seven ears of corn in one stock from one seed. This is, I mean, don't shy away from the, the fact that he has given us the way for us to prosper so that we can be generous on every occasion. And who receives the glory? He receives the glory. And, but he also told us that that he will he will share in that glory with us that he that that when we're giving him the credit and we're doing this for him, again, there's, there's the hard part. If you're doing it for you, that's not right. But if you're doing it for him, if you're sowing into the kingdom, not because you think it's a formula that you can just do, but you're sowing into the kingdom because this is how he told you and why do you want to sow into the kingdom? so you can be generous on every occasion, so that you can have more than enough to pass it around. So people say, hey, wait a minute, how is it that you are prospering? I remember when you were down and out, how is it this has happened? And you can tell them, this is what, we talked about life earlier, life, life in all of the ways of abundance, including prosperity. Profit is one of the words used in the Bible almost more than any other word, if not more than any word. God is not against profit. He wants us to profit. And and what does it profit you if you are doing things that cause destruction to yourself or to others? Um, so that's all I'll say on that. It, it, it is implying that what he's going to say afterwards is also very important. This is important. I'm putting this in my own hand. I didn't even let the scribe. Write mm. this. Mm. I'm writing this. Do you understand? Do you get it? How important I. Th- I'm trying to impress to you.
0: Yeah. Mm, thank yeah, you. Rick. Thanks, Rick. Yes. Um, now Michael's asked questions, uh, which was really good. And Michael asked questions last week too, and um, <clears throat> they were the questions were quite in depth. So it took me. I had to do some research on it, and I replied by email. Um, I'm saying this for two reasons. One, did you get my email, Michael? (laughs) The other one, because I didn't reply straight away, because there was just so much stuff going on here. All good stuff, Mm -hmm. but it all takes time. So, Mm -hmm. uh, look, if you've got questions, I'd love to uh, answer them. And um, if we can't do it in real time, then like with Michael's question, um, I'll reply via email to you. Providing you give us your email address and the way to get that to us is to email us. Email yes. the question to us, you know. Uh, the the email address is gfcd.sozo s-o-z-o at gmail.com mm-hmm. and oh, I'm going to go to Kathleen now and Kathleen uh, for time's sake when you have finished addressing these verses could you close this Bible study with prayer for us mm-hmm. please. Thank you. Um
3: and- I just want to get back to something Gary said earlier. Uh, he quoted the scripture in Corinthians that he who sows sparingly will reap sparingly, because God loves a pump to do it giver whose heart is in their giving. And, um, you know, he talks about see, seed time and harvest, not seeds. Seed, and um, it just brought to my mind Luke 8, 11, the seed is the Word of God, and that is the seed that we sow, the Word of God, because it's profitable, it's profitable. As all scriptures are profitable, like Hebrews, even though it's written to the Judea, it's written to us as well, because they were Christians, they're part of the body, whether you're an American Christian, an English Christian, an Australian Christian, or a Hebrew Christian, it is still written to us. How would I know that Jesus was my high priest without Hebrews? (laughs) So it's definitely written to us as well, but there Paul was admonishing them because they've gone back under law. But I know a lot of Gentile Christians that have gone back under law too. So I take that as a warning for me as well. We have to stay with the seed the word we have to stay with jesus because jesus and the word are one just as the spirit and the word are one so just getting back to this this is with why he's writing this with such large letters because it's block capitals he wants you to take note of the next verse which says that only in Christ we can be saved. There is no other way. It's only in him, because it's in him that we live, it's in him that we breathe, it's in him that we have our being. He is my prosperity. The word prospers, wherever it's sent (laughs) I praise God he sent his word he sent it to us and it's the word that causes me to prosper as Rick was saying and so you know he's writing this uh, in the um, New Living Translation It's actually written in block capitals. And he's saying, notice what large letters I use as I write these closing words in my own handwriting. And those closing words are, be very wary of those who are going to put you back under law. Be very, very wary because the word of God is freedom. And um, uh, I love the teaching that Gary gave last night. Um, uh, You know, it was just so uplifting and um, it rested within my spirit, it witnessed to my spirit. And um, yes, so we're very, very blessed to have you, Glory and Gary. <laughs> so did you ask me to close in prayer, Gary? So Father God, we are just so, so very, very grateful that you did send your word, your only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. We thank you, Father, you did not send Jesus, your son, to condemn us but to give us life and that life, eternity. We can now spend eternity Forever with you. And we are so grateful. So if you're out there and you're a an whosoever, just come. Just come to him. Just talk to him. Cry out to him. For whosoever believes on him will not perish but will have everlasting life. So we just thank you, Father, for this wonderful, wonderful time. We thank you for GFCD. We thank you for Gary and Gloria. We thank you that they were obedient to follow your leading, to do what they're doing. In Jesus' holy name, amen.
0: Amen. Wow, thank you so much. Thank Thank you. Thank you so much, Kathleen and Rick and Elaine mm, and mm, Keith.
1: In the background. All in the
0: background there. <laughs> yes. And um, and to the little birds outside in the background yes. over here.
1: And to uh, all of those who have watched on in the third dimension, Dana, Christiana, Michael, Molly and many more. I know Gary and, and uh, usually Pauline watches too. And, and some of our ministry team who haven't been here today will be either watching now like Vic and Carmen um, and Cherry, or later on. So yeah. thank you, everybody. And who was
0: watching last night and we omitted? It's it's really dangerous listing people off because invariably you forget. Oh, there was forget, a lot last night. That, you forget yeah, somebody. Yeah, and so, uh, so afterwards thank we you saw everybody. you were there. Mm. Thank you very much. Yes. We love your support. Goodbye, Bye, all. Everybody. Goodbye, Ministers. We'll see you this time next week. Yes. And uh, we love you. Bye.
1: Bye.